out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45, there goes Davis! Oh my God, Davis is going to run it all the way back! He's going to win the football game! Touchdown! Like, you're 1v1 in this Mitch run. Uh, the first one is, is the moon fake? What's good, everybody? It's your boys, Travis Cannon, TJ, and this is our second recording of the sports podcast this week of the 2K Time Podcast, the TKT Podcast, yep. your favorite podcast and all podcast streaming platforms like Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. Uh, yeah, so we actually recorded this episode once, uh, and my dumbass. Had to change the audio for a Halloween episode, which y'all are hearing on Wednesday. You'll hear this one on Friday. It was supposed to be Monday. Uh, but I fucked up. That's on me. I apologize. But we're re-recording, and here we are. And I do want to let the listeners know, Travis hit the gnarliest hair flip right before we hit record. And I was crying. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. But, boys, uh, so this is our first sports episode. Uh, we're really just going to get the listeners caught up on everything that's going on in the sports world. And and everything that's going on. I just like ripped my mic out of the stand, just popped it back in. So if you heard that on the podcast, I apologize. I dude, I do want to bring up that we recorded the first one and then overnight everything we talked shit, about had a development. Yeah. It just We talked about cuz we're not releasing the first one obviously, right? No. No. That, so like, like you, you can't hear you guys up. at all. There's no there's no you guys. You can only hear me talking. So I oh, say really? something and then it's like twenty seconds of silence and I'll be like, Yeah, yeah. It's fucking That's hilarious. Kind of funny. Yeah, it's That's fucking hilarious. Funny, Hashtag lost audio files like Will Trap. That's yeah. tough. Also also, speaking of Will Trap, we talked about the O and six Panthers. They won. They got the dub yep. this weekend. They got the dub. Fucking course what we jinxed joke. it. Yeah, I know it's a fucking what a problem. Joke. It's a problem. And shouldn't have said anything. But so, so guys, what we we really talked about a lot of different things uh, uh, in this first recording. The first thing we talked about was the MLB uh, and how the playoffs are going. And really, I'm not going to delve super deep like we did in the first one. But the way the playoffs have worked out, it's two of the lowest ranked seeding teams in the MLB from the regular season that made the playoffs. The Diamondbacks and the Rangers, who are now tied two to one uh, in the series. I think game four is tonight. Can't remember if it's in Texas or Arizona, um, but it begs the question. So both teams have been killer in the playoffs. They both yeah. swept the first two rounds. Went 2-0 and 3-0 and then took Game 7 in both the championship series, which was awesome. Probably some of the best baseball I've watched in a while or really all season was the championship series, which is exactly what you want. Uh, Both Game 7s and now the two teams that are in it are fighting. Walk-off Grand Slam or walk-off home run in Game 1 for the Rangers. Diamondbacks win 9-1 Game 2. I've seen that, yeah. Is everything everybody wants in baseball. But what the, the question all of this begs is going back to the standings is, is the regular season in MLB too long? It's 162 games. We talked about this at length in the previous one. And yeah. I've said it before on the podcast that I love I love the MLB season. I love baseball. It's my favorite sport. You have, you have your March spring training games. Love it. You see guys that probably aren't going to play pretty much the whole year. They may get a couple of bats with injuries and stuff that goes on, get called up, get called down, whatever. Then you have April right. opening day. Everybody's hyped. Those first 20 to 30 games, awesome. May, you still have a little bit of the excitement. You're kind of figuring out what, what your team has. June is fucking boring as shit. No one watches those games. At least I don't. I, I don't unless I'm literally just sitting doing nothing or I'm, I throw it on the TV and go and do shit throughout the day. I don't usually watch baseball in June. July is usually fun because you have the all-star break. August, the playoff run is heating up. September, you're really having that playoff race, the the lock-in, and and so on and so forth. So when you go into the playoffs after 162 regular season games, and it used to just be like the NFL and the NBA where you have one wild-card game. If you hear my dogs whining behind me, I apologize. Banks is an avid speaker uh, when he's up here. Um, it used to just be one wild card game, and now it's a wild card series. It's best of three, so it's two games. It's not like a crazy big deal. But you have a team like the Rangers, 
who ended up getting the fourth seed, going 90-72. and 72. The Blue Jays getting fifth seed, going 89-73. and 73. And then the Minnesota Twins making the playoffs at 87-75, who had a worse record than the Mariners at 88-74, but they won the division and made it over the, over the Mariners instead because the Twins won their division. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the, the National League, and you have a team like the Diamondbacks who went 84-78, and 78, so what, three games worse than the lowest-ranked AL team make the playoffs, 20 games back of first place. 20 games 20 back. Games. They swept, or they took the Phillies to game seven, which was a six-game different. They're six games back, the Phillies. And swept yep. the Dodgers in the DS 16 games back in the regular season. And then the Rangers, same kind of similar story, sweep the Rays, who they were nine games back of, and sweep the Baltimore Orioles, who they're 11 games back of. And Anybody can can win one game. The NFL, anyone can win one game. It's proven. Happens all the time. Yeah. Anyone can win one. It takes That's a good team. This is fire. Takes a good team to win four games or five games in a series or three games in a series. Excuse me. A best of five, best of seven. It is very difficult for the lower, worst team to beat that better team. These guys have heart. They've done. They've done a great fucking job. But. The Rangers, who have a plus 165 run differential, and the Diamondbacks, who have a minus 15 through 162 games, two polar opposite teams, <laughs> both ranked league. lowest, yeah. damn near lowest in their league to make the playoffs. It is arguable you can take out an entire month or two months and end up with the same result. So, so in our previous episode, we segued that into the NBA season or compared it to the NBA season. Because you have, we looked at it, all eight of the teams that made the playoffs last year, or all six of the teams that made the playoffs last year in the Eastern Conference, by yeah, Christmas, set in December. by Christmas, yeah. other than the seeding changing, what's the same six teams? If you look at the um, play-in bracket, three of the four play-in were the same. We're the West there. was a little bit yeah. different because of uh, all of the injuries and the trades that happened in the West last year. I think it. I want to say it was four or five out of the six actual teams made the playoffs, and the ones that didn't yeah. make the playoffs made the play-in, and the play-in was exactly the same. So, in the NBA season, you can make the same argument. Obviously, I think it's a little bit tougher because I I think the MLB season doesn't need to go to eighty-two games. I don't think it needs to go that low. I would say one twenty to one forty. We don't need twenty-two yeah. extra games. It's been that way for a very long time. I know that. But in the NBA, I think it's majority agreed upon. 82 games is the right amount. Like perfect. But in two months, not even two months. It's a lot. Yeah, I I guess it is two months. In two months, the season's decided. If you, if you, in the MLB, if you don't have your team figured out by July, which is three months, you're going to be struggling to make the playoffs, but you can make moves, you can make big trades, you can spend money to get to the playoffs. Whereas in the NBA, I think if you don't have your team figured out by December 1st or December 25th, it's over. You're in trouble. When yeah, it, you're, when you're is the tr- when's the trade deadline in the NBA? Uh, before the All-Star break, right? Like yeah, February. it's like... Beginning of February 9th was last year's trade deadline. So we're saying December 25th. So you still have a month and a half, a month and two weeks to make a trade, do something. And nothing changed last year. I remember that trades happened from Christmas to February. Yeah. Yeah. But it still ended up being the same result in the playoffs. It still ended up being the same six teams that were already the six seeds. Those trades, like, mid-season for the NBA, bro, it's all, like, I mean, there's once in a while you'll get your stars traded, but, like, it's basically role-player for role-player to try to get better chemistry. Yeah. Like, that's all it yeah. is. Because what, and, wasn't, uh, wasn't one of the trades at the deadline last year, wasn't that James Harden? Uh, James Harden trade yeah, was then yeah. Ben Simmons. 
Yeah. There was a there was a bunch of big trades last year at the deadline. Harden and, and Simmons was I'm Wow, I sound like a fake Nets fan, but I'm pretty sure that was the trade deadline. That, yeah, that was the twenty twenty two trade deadline, I think. Not last year, yeah. the year before, excuse me. Yeah. So so when you when you think of a team like like the Nets, where you have KD getting traded, Kyrie going, and oh, now Durant's on the Suns, and a team yeah, that had go. had I'm not trying to like dive into the Nets. I'm just saying a team that even up to that point, they knew they weren't going to make the playoffs. They knew come come December of last year, they were only making the play-in, and then they shelled their whole team. And then you got, like, Lakers. Who did the Lakers add last year? Yeah, they got Mo Bamba, D'Angelo Russell, and Jared Vanderbilt for Patrick Beverly, Thomas Bryant, Damian Jones, Kendrick Nunn, and Russell Westbrook all left the Lakers. And what did that get them? To lose to the Nuggets, Dude, the Lakers are just weird, man. They, they they're changing that entire fifteen man roster every year, bro. I don't yeah. know what's up with their team, man. I don't know. Yeah. Oh Dude, my god, I Dude, forgot about the Mike Conley like, trade. Wasn't it back in like twenty fifteen? The NBA was talking about going down to like sixty games. Yeah, because was, the whole yeah. thing with players not playing a bunch of games and sitting out, like Kawhi, only having yeah. to say, like in his contract saying he can only play a certain number of games each season is if I pay as a fan to go watch you play a, a sport where you get paid millions of fucking dollars and you can't work 82 days out of the year. Yeah. Not making playoffs, not counting practices, not counting those extra workouts that you do in your free time. I go to work five days a fucking week. 55, 60-hour weeks, minimum pay, a, min- a, a fraction of your, your one NBA game salary, and I'm paying my hard-earned money, and you only play 60 games out of the year, the one game I may go to, you're sitting out. As a fan of that franchise, that would suck. I, would not, I would not support that player. I would dog that player so much. Like, well, well, I mean, you saw Barkley come out and say that, right? On on like live TV. Yes, yeah. That's that's yeah. what I'm trying like, to get I'm at. So, so glad he he finally did that, bro. Like, yeah, like you you have you have Kawhi Kawhi Leonard's, and then you have LeBron James, who's going out there and he's going to play as many minutes as he can. Yes, he have low he has load maintenance games, but not 22 a year. Dude, he just he, played 38 minutes the other night against the Kings or whoever. In his they 21st play. season. In his 21st yeah, season, 30, bro. What, 39, 40? Yeah, like, Kawhi Leonard is 32. He wants longevity. I get that. Shouldn't be worrying about it when he's 30. Just to clarify, you should be learn, worrying well, if about... If you are worried about that, then you have bigger problems, like, at hand. Yeah, like, oh, it's so frustrating. So, the most games Kawhi Leonard has played in a season is 60... Hold on. 74 games. So, he missed eight. And that was when he was on the Spurs in 2016-2017. Since, since that season, what do you think the maximum number of games he's played in? Off dome. Off dome. Probably, probably 45. 55. 60. Do you know what year that was? Damn. 2018. Nope. When he played with the Raptors and won a championship. So that's regular. Fuck. That's yeah. Regular season played 60 games. Obviously, he played the playoffs. Since then... The max he's played, 57. Every year he's went down. You know what's funny, though? Kawhi's low-key goaded for hopping yeah, in Toronto. I mean, yeah, I love it. I, I'll always love Kawhi for coming there. However, <laughs> would I have rather kept DeMar and have him develop and then, say, this year or, or 2022, have a chance at winning a chip with your franchise player, with, with fucking Kyle Lowry, and Pascal Siakam, Jakob Pertl, Fred Van Vliet in 2021-2022, I would have rather had that than basically Once lose LeBron my left. entire franchise yeah. for Kawhi. For, for one chip that now we're in a position where we've lost Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry's gone, DeMar DeRozan's gone, Kawhi left immediately. We got Jakob Pertl back after the Kawhi trade with DeMar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would have rather ha- had kept the core and win a championship two or three years later 
then go all or nothing, fire the championship slash coach of the year the next year. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, absolutely been down. You see that time and time again with all these franchises now. The way, like, I, I don't even know the way the game is played, the way businesses work. Like, you just dump everything you have. Like, look at the Lakers, bro. They dump everything they've had just to win one chip so far. And yeah, and it, it was the shortened year. It was the bubble chip. Like, yeah. and I'm not... I'm not diminishing that. Like, I'm not taking away. I'm not putting an asterisk next to a bubble chip or or a 2020 win for the Dodgers winning the chip and and whatnot. But chip. you look at those teams, which granted the bu- the bubble team is a little bit different because they've gotten rid of everybody on that team. But you look at like the Dodgers, who have been a competitive team since 2016, 2015, have been in the playoffs every year, been to the World Series several times, the NLCS several times. And have essentially had the same team since 2019-2020. It's the team they have right now is the same, if not better, than when they won the shortened season and got swept by the fucking Rangers this year. Yeah. Was it the Rangers? Sorry, I think it was the Diamondbacks. Excuse me. Either way, swept. Yeah. What? Yeah. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman. In fact, there's a stat, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hop back to the Kawhi Leonard and, like, the load management bullshit here in a fucking second because uh, you you mentioned business, and it just happened that there was an interview with Pedro Martinez recently uh, about, like, business and sports. Um, Hold on. It was actually really good. Playoffs. Playoff stat 2023. Here we go. Help if I finish typing. All right. 2023 postseason batting stats for the Dodgers. Uh, let's see. Let me go to batting averages. Uh, your biggest guys, Mookie Betts, didn't get a hit. Freddie Freeman went, let's see, one for ten. Your That's your two biggest hitting contracts right there. Going a combined one for fucking 21. Yikes. Not doing shit. One for 21. One for 21. J.D. Martinez batting 200. Used to be on the Red Sox. So did Moogie Betts. Batted, let's see, two for 10. So now you're combined three for 31 from your top three hitters on the team. Yikes. Guys that are considered for silver sluggers every fucking year. MVPs every year. In the playoffs against a team that y'all shouldn't have even fucking competed against. It should have been 20 to nothing every fucking game. Right. You should have out-hit them, out-played them, out-field them, out-pitched them every aspect of the game. Out-coached them. And the tickets for the NLCS were 15 bucks in Arizona and in Texas. The cheapest playoff games in a championship series that I think I've ever seen. And to go to the Dodgers or Phillies to watch the CS or or Houston to watch the ALCS was yeah. fucking astronomical. No pun intended. Thousand. Like going in, taking that information, and these guys are playing games, bro. These guys are playing fucking games. You look at Freddie Freeman. Mind you, a hundred and sixty-two game season. Played in, let's see, got to find it, sorry, 2023, played in 161 games. He missed one regular season game. Batted 331, mind you, a career high, 331, hit 29 home runs, his fourth highest in in his career, had 72 walks. Struck out 121 times and 637 at-bats, which, mind you, was the most at-bats he's ever had in his career. So not only did he have more at-bats than he's ever had, he had his highest batting average he's ever had, and not once did you see him sit out. I could have picked any... I could have threw a dart at any game the Dodgers played, home or away, and I, 99% chance I'm going to see that motherfucker in the lineup. 99% chance. Kawhi Leonard has played 60 games... 60 games, I'm pulling it back up to tell you exactly how many times. One, two, three, four, five, six times in his career. 
Six times. He's been in the league since 2011. He's played 60 or more six times. Been in the league since 2011, 12 years. That's not, I should say, been in the league 11 years, not counting this year. He's played all three games. Hasn't played 60 since 2018, and that was the Raptors' 2018-2019 season. They just got hardened, too, and they're not going to fucking... Not gonna matter. That was just a side note. But yeah. nice. so so Might going off nice. the business shit you mentioned, Pedro Martinez said that in his negotiations. So they won the championship with the Red Sox in two thousand four. Arguably the greatest yeah. playoff run in baseball history. Haven't won a chip in eighty six years. Down three zero to the Yankees. Win four in a row. Come back. Win it. Sweep the World Series. Win it. First championship in in fucking Red Sox history in eighty six years. Goes into arbitration negotiations, and he straight up told the guy, my best interests are in Boston, was the direct quote he told him. Which fucked him. He made less money. He decided, so in arbitration in baseball, it's just like, I'm pretty sure it works the same way in all the leagues, or at least somewhat similar. You get, you go into arbitration, and you don't have to accept, but this is the offer the arbitrator is saying, like, you pick your money, they pick their money, and the arbitrator decides which one is more fair. So when he went in and said that, they sided with Boston. Right? The business side of baseball. They're going to give you less money because you said you wanted to stay there. You're willing to take the hit, right? So then he got an offer from somebody else for more money, and they have two weeks, 14 days, to match that offer, and he or he can go there. They didn't match it, and he went out, and it, it, and it pissed him off. But that's that's... The difference in in a sport where a guy that's going to make fucking money and get like earn it, go out there and play 161, 162 games on arbitration. Which granted, yeah. Pedro's a pitcher, so it's a little bit different. He doesn't play every game, but right. you got a guy that that is supposed to be like your guy. Granted, the Clippers have that have Paul George, and now they have James Harden. They have a couple other key players like. Kawhi is arguably the best player on that team. He he should be. And he plays, he doesn't play in 22, he doesn't play in a quarter of the season. Yeah. A quarter of the year doesn't play. Yeah. That's a fucking problem. Years. Yeah. I was just glad that Barkley came out and said that, bro, because like people like me and you and TJ a bunch of other people can like say this type of stuff, but no one's ever gonna listen. Obviously, yeah, no one gives a fuck. No one cares about the fans because the fans are gonna go no matter what. Right? Yeah. The fan, the fans are gonna pay to to see them play, just like when the NFL and all that bullshit was happening with the national anthem. I, <laughs> the rating spike wasn't shit for them. They didn't care. They're still making millions of dollars. Contracts are still higher than they've ever been. It does not yeah. matter. Like they, they know at the end of the day, people are still gonna watch. So, yeah, well, they're either going to watch or go. Today, while I was watching the Giants game, like we end up losing terribly. Like Graham Gano missed the kick, and I it, it showed Giants fans and it showed the disbelief in their faces. And I was I literally had this thought like, and people are still going to go pl- like pay so much money just for the tickets, let alone the food and parking and like concessions and all that, just to like watch their team suck. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it, it goes to show. History has shown, like, even during the Great Depression, yeah. was was the highest of the time for, for MLB ticket sales. was during the Great Depression. Really? People are willing to spend their last time to get that four-hour escape from anything that's going on in the fucking world. You know what I'm saying? So, I yeah, transitioning off of that, right? it's... We just want to see you play, man. Like we want you to stay healthy. We want That's we it. don't want you to get hurt. We want you to be healthy, man. We want you well, to win yeah, games. Like really but hurt then player, like I get but there's no reason to sit out twenty two games. You're thirty two years old. LeBron is playing. I bet you LeBron has played more games than Kawhi in his first twelve years. Guaranteed. So Kawhi twelve years? Yeah. Sorry, I accidentally pulled up Kawhi's stats again. Hold on, let me pull up LeBron's and see how many times he's played over 60 games in a year. Uh, To answer that question, in every single year, except for five out of the last six with the Lakers, 
2020, he played 45, which was the shortened season. Uh, 2018, he played 55, first year with the Lakers. Played 45 and 21, 56 and 22, 55 last year. Every other year, he's played over 60. In fact, every other year, he's played over 70 besides two. It seems like ever since... Kawhi had that ankle injury with Zaza back in the day. I forgot about that, yeah. You remember that? Yeah, when he landed on his foot. Yeah. He was still on the Spurs at that time, right? I think so. Ever since then, Kawhi's been dealing with a bunch of either injuries or load management, whichever. Like, if you're hurt, bro, then, like, I get it. But if you're fine and just chilling because you want to take a night off, like... Come on, bro. Yeah, do something. Play. Like, play. Earn your fucking team a spot. Like how many How many of those years How many of those years could you have played five or six, five to ten more games, so played 70 instead of 55 or 60, and got your team farther in the playoffs or got your team better off record, better seating to have a first-round bye or things like that? Yeah. Th- think about how many. Because the Clippers are in contention. The Spurs were always There's in contention. No well, you know what I'm saying. Like, how how yeah. many times, how many games could you have played and been in a better position than you were in? Instead of going against the fucking the Lakers round one or the Nuggets round one, you could have went against, went up against the fucking Hornets or whatever. You know what I'm fucking saying? Like, you could have went it up sucks, bro, against the shit of your team. Like, PG's one of my favorite players, bro. And, like, to see, like, I don't know, just, like, them struggle. Like, they've commit so heavily to the Kawhi PG era. Yeah. And, like, it just, I don't know. It just hasn't, like, panned out correctly. Yeah. I mean, again, like, taking a look at the NFL, the NFL's been wild, just as wild this year as, like, most most leagues. Yeah. And Crazy. So, we, we I'll, I'll break down all the records and stuff here again in a second, which we want to go back to that, whatever we did last year, like with the Super 7. We're going to get that going again uh, on here. But two of the things we talked about were you have players that are outshining what they've done in previous years. One thing we talked about, Kirk Cousins, pacing an all-time passing yards record throughout the first four to five weeks of the season – Tours yeah. Achilles right after we talked Tours about Achilles. it, like within two hours. And it's like, all right, the hold next, the fuck on. Yeah. That was wild. Yeah, like within two hours. And now you got with this, with this trade deadline and shit, Washington. We talked about Washington's defense. Yep. Hasn't performed the way it's supposed to this year. Has been and mediocre trade. at best. Has now traded uh, fucking Montez Sweat. And as of six minutes ago, that I swear to God, right now, as of six minutes ago, Adam Schefter, Washington is dealing Chase Young to the San Francisco 49ers for a third-round pick. Right now on this fucking podcast oh, recording. Yeah. Six what? minutes ago, Adam Schefter, I'm staring at it on Twitter right now. Oh, my God. The 49ers are gross. So they just, they just shelled their whole defense. So they, after we talked about it, they traded Montez Sweat yesterday or earlier today, and now they're trading Chase Young for a third-round pick. Chase Young. Probably one of the best defensive ends in the league. Top 10, for sure. No doubt. Top 10. Yeah. For a third-round pick. You think top 10? Chase Young, for sure. I don't don't know what his stats are. I just haven't been paying attention. So, So they've now traded Montez Sweat and Chase Young. All foundational players for their defense. Gone this year. After we talked about it. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's... The NFL this season, just going into the record, so the AFC East has been the normal AFC East as of late anyways. Dolphins 6-2, and two, Bills 5-3, and three, the Patriots are ass at 2-6. and six. The Jets have recovered quite nice after the Aaron Rodgers injury at 4-3. and three. Yeah, Zach Wilson. Stay, staying in it, staying competitive with only a minus three point differential, right? AFC North been a weird ride so far. Ravens six and two. Steelers are somehow four and three. At the time of our recording, they were four and two, and I was like, I don't think anybody realizes they're four and two. They went out, lost to the Jags. They didn't have the best game, but Kenny Pickett got hurt, and fucking Mitch Trubisky had to play. So after that happened, it went downhill. Um, Browns four and three, uh, which 
we have to talk about those stats that we talked about in the last episode because that's fucking wild that we talked about the yardage and shit. Bengals, 4-3. Yeah. Joe Burrow has not looked great this year. AFC South, possibly the worst division in football right now. Jacksonville Jaguars are 6-2. and two. Uh, Houston Texans, 3-4. and four. Titans, 3-4. and four. Will Levis looked fucking phenomenal, dude. Four no, touchdowns. There's only been one other quarterback in NFL history to have four touchdowns as his debut. Do you know who it is? No. Marcus Mariota with the Titans, baby. In his Are NFL debut, serious? swear to God, Will Levis coming out throwing four, four piss missiles, three of them to D-Hop. Two days after they tried to trade him away, D-Hop comes yeah. out and puts up a hat trick. Four piss missiles. Three and four with a minus eight run or uh, point differential. And then the Colts, three and five. They've lost Richardson, and it has not been good since then. Yeah. Uh, the I AFC would. West has been a fucking shit show. The Kansas City Chiefs, I feel like every game they've played this year has been really close, but they do have a plus yeah. 58 point differential. They're 6-2. and two. And then you have the Chargers, who are underperforming at 3-4, and four, the Raiders, who are 3-5, and five, and then the Broncos, who are 3-5, and five, which I don't think anybody saw the Broncos winning three games after the first couple games of this season. Uh, they are on a two-game win streak, though, so shout out, shout out Denver. Uh, NFC East. Broncos country. Let's ride. Uh, the Eagles seven and one. Right. Dallas Cowboys five and two. Again, another team where I just feel like the Cowboys have underperformed this year, and they're still five and two. Is crazy. Commanders three and five. Giants two and six. Uh, the Giants defense has just been allowing a lot of points, and Daniel Jones doesn't have more than two point five seconds in the pocket. Uh, and then the a-, a million times. NFC North, another fucking crazy, crazy division this year. Lions are six and two. They lost. Uh, back-to-back games. They just won this past Sunday. Uh, Vikings 4-4 four and four with uh, Kirko Bangs uh, now out for the season. Um, they just traded for Joshua Dobbs, I think we said. Yeah, our, our, in yep. fact, it's right there. 2023 trade tracker updates, Cardinals trade quarterback Joshua Dobbs to the Vikings. Uh, I actually just went and scooped him on the waivers because Kenny Pickett's out this week and so is Trevor Lawrence, so I need a quarterback. Um, Good call. Yep. Green Bay Packers two and five, uh, but but on the bright side, only a minus sixteen point differential. So games are close. Even in games, games Even are close. Games. A lot of hype. Chicago Bears, on the other hand, two and six with a minus forty seven. So they're being outscored by four touchdowns. Uh, the closest division Good. in football that any team I think can win. Uh, Falcons four and four. Saints four and four. Bucks three and four. And then the winless Carolina Panthers finally got a dubski this weekend. I think they won by like three or four. Uh, minus yeah, 72 up, point differential this year. And then Seahawks, wow. 49ers, 5-2, uh, and 5-3. and three. The 49ers have lost three straight. Brock Purdy started out with like eight touchdowns, no ins, and now he's like three touchdowns and five ins since then. Uh, Rams, 3-5. and five. Cardinals, 1-7 and seven under Joshua Dobbs. Uh, so who knows what's going to happen with the Vikings. So here's my question, guys. I just ripped off a lot of information for you. Off Dome, who is going to be the championship this year? Who Who's going to the Super Bowl and who's winning? I feel like the obvious pick is, like, the Niners, mm-hmm. especially after just making that insane trade. But yeah. uh, I don't know, dude. It's tough. Because, like, Buffalo. Niners or Eagles. Eagles yes. look good. So I think it's going to either be Niners Chiefs or Niners uh, Bills this year. The reason why I say that is if you if you look at the point differentials this year, there's a lot of negative teams that probably aren't going to come close to the playoffs. Like it's not like MLB yeah. where you can have a team that has a negative point or run differential and make the playoffs, or the NBA where you games. can like you you have to win games. You have 17 games to play. You have to win them. You can't, you can't have a negative uh, point differential. So, in the NFC, there's three teams above a plus 50. At this time of the year, so halfway through the season, you're eight games in. You have the 49ers at plus 78, the Eagles at plus 52, and then the Cowboys at plus 77. Jesus. Which is a drastic drop-off after that. It goes to 35-30 and then plus 17, plus 13. In the AFC, you have one, you have three teams above 50, and everybody else is holding on by a thread. 
You have the Bills at plus 86, the Dolphins at plus 67, the Ravens at plus 81, and then the Kansas City Chiefs at plus 58. The next closest team to plus 58, Jags at 37, so three scores. Then you have the Texans at plus 20, the Browns at plus 15, and the Chargers at plus six. Everybody else in the NFC or AFC is a negative point differential. Wow. Everyone else. I do keep forgetting about the Dolphins, bro. I mean, <clears throat> even even with Tua at the home, like Ramsey hasn't been playing for him yet. They got a yeah, lot of did. pieces, man. They and they're can, six and they two. Something. Yeah. He started last. He started last week. Did he? he like this yeah. Sunday? Oh, well, he, he missed the first seven games. So I mean, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, this was his first week back. Well, the past mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah, he had a pick. So. Again, it it just begs to differ the same question of it's midseason and no one can really predict predict the championship winner, which even in the NBA, we made that argument of, hey, you know who's going to make the playoffs, but you never know who's going to win. You just know who's making the playoffs is what we're saying. We're not trying to say we know who's going to win the Super Bowl or or the NBA championship or anything like that. And which I don't think we were right on any or most of our predictions last year, which we are going to come out with our power rankings and things like that. Um, And I would love to record these. I honestly kind of want to drop these on Friday instead of Monday. Or maybe I guess we could drop them on Monday and then just predict the following week. I guess it really wouldn't matter. Uh, But it would just make it a lot easier if we record it on, say, Tuesday or something like that, Tuesday night, and then post them on Friday because... We'd be able to see, okay, we know all of the previous week's matchups. We know the injuries and whatnot uh, to be able to predict the following week. But anyways, that's besides the point. So you have you have stat leaders like Tua throwing for 2,400 yards and Kirk Cousins at 2,300 who just tore his ACL again. Just throwing that out there because my fucking fantasy team is in shambles. We have three fantasy leagues. We have a paid league, which I think is 10 teams, a free league, which is 16 teams, and then Will's league, which I think is eight. In the 16-team yep. league, which, mind you, if you don't play fantasy football, that's a lot of fucking teams, meaning there's barely anybody on, on waivers that you can just pick up. If you get an injury, like yeah. you better have something in the cards. Well, I've lost Nick Chubb this year and fucking Kirk Cousins, so now I'm Nick scrambling. Chubb in the paid league. I ended up trading... I traded Jerry Judy for Brock Purdy from Will yesterday. That, that goes through tomorrow. Uh, so that's fucking awesome. Um, well, I wanted to add, you guys said you had something to tell me. Oh, so that that's about the basketball fantasy league. Let, let, let's get through the stats here with the NFL. So, so we were talking about a couple of shockers throughout the season that have really surprised us. And one of those things is how little time a couple quarterbacks have in the pocket and how it's affected their stats. So one of those teams, before we get to Daniel Jones, is Deshaun Watson. And I know we've already guessed, but I want you guys to guess again because I don't think you remember what how many passing yards he has this year. Mind you, they're four and three. Oh, I can't remember. Uh, who? Deshaun Watson. He's played he's only played in four games. Dude, I remember it was ridiculously low, so I'm gonna say like I think it's mm, like eight six seven hundred. Six hundred and eighty three. Granted, he's only played in four games. He's ranked 32 in the league. The only other starter that I believe is below him was Anthony Richardson, which he's only played in three, and he was at 477. I think that's it. I'm just double-checking. I'm scanning here. Okay. So played in four games. He has four touchdowns. In perspective, let's see here. No, I didn't want to say that stat until we got to Daniel Jones. So... Going to Daniel Jones, who has played in only one more game than Deshaun Watson. He's just above him, so he's ranked 31st. He's played in five games. He's been hurt. Yeah. 884 passing yards, right? He only has two throwing or passing touchdowns. I don't know how many rushing he has. Two passing touchdowns. In comparison, the only people below him in quarterbacks are Taylor Heineke has one. Uh, Mitch Trubisky has one, which he got yesterday. P.J. Walker has one. Mike White won. Then you have Aiden O'Connell and Tyson Bagent. Bagent? Bagent? Uh, The backup for the Bears has one. 
Okay? The right. only other players below him, Keenan Allen, Derrick Henry, and Devin Singletary all have a touchdown. <laughs> Daniel Jones has two through five games. He's been hurt. And so the reason we bring that up is because of how many times he's been sacked. So the quarterback that stands out the most, he's played in eight games. It's not close. Daniel Jones is second. Sam Howell at 41. He's played in all eight. Daniel Jones in five games has been sacked 28 times. Dude, I saw this uh, graphic on Facebook where Sam Howell's stats are very close to Patrick Mahomes this year. Yeah. And he's just getting like, rocked. So we looked it Bobby. up. As of the end of September, he was, at, he was only allowed 2.4 seconds per throw. It's been a month. I don't know what that stat is now. Um, but yeah. as of the end of September, he only had an average of 2.3 seconds of throw. Daniel Jones, who hasn't played in three games, has been sacked 13 less times, so an average of five, four and a half, four and a third per game, which he's obviously averaging through five. He's averaging being sacked almost six times a game, which is fucking unreal. If he had been playing in these three games, he would have more sacks. I want to know what Daniel Jones' average time in the pocket is because it has to be – has to be almost less than two. Low. Because you're talking just yeah. getting hit. You're talking sacks. You're not talking QB hits, QB pressures. You're you're not talking the plays where he's scrambling out of the pocket and making a play out of it and not throwing the ball. So how much time does this quarterback have? In comparison, the next closest to Sam Howell, who's played eight games, and Russell Wilson is 26. So about half of Sam Howell. But Sam Howell yeah, also has 2,100 yards, 13 touchdowns, 8 ints. Patrick Mahomes has 2,200 yards, so only 100 more. Two more touchdowns at 15 and the same amount of interceptions. Yeah. Tua's passer rating? Holy fuck, dude. Tua's tongue of Ilo's passer rating is 108.8 through eight games. Brock Purdy, 105. Kirk Cousins, 103. Russell Wilson, who's been sacked essentially the second most times through eight games, 101. Damn. He has 18 touchdowns or 16 touchdowns, four ints. Patrick Mahomes, 95.8. Okay. I'm looking up to see Daniel Jones' time. Uh... Yeah, it was a hard stat for me to find on, on Sam Howell. That's why I can only find through like September. Yeah, I'm obviously seeing stats that, <clears throat> that like I'm not looking for, but he was sacked ten times versus Seattle. Seattle doesn't have that good of a defense, in my opinion. No, ten sacks in one game is wild. It's crazy, dude. Switching That's gears a little bit back to the NBA, one of the other things we talked about when we first recorded this was the city edition jerseys. Oh yeah, they fucking suck, dude. Suck. They're not- bad. Not to bring the Nets back up, dude, but that's probably the worst in my opinion. My favorite nah, is probably that's the Celtics. Not the worst, Bro, dude. I'm gonna pull them up again. You're There's worse up. ones than the Nets one, dude. Come on. I'm buddy, I don't think so. What was the what was the statement at hand? The city edition jerseys, the Nets is the worst. The worst one. I'm pulling him back up right now. I'm waiting for it to load. I don't think it... Utah's is nice. I like Utah's. Cleveland sucks, but it's not that bad. San Antonio's a little weird. Detroit's is lame. Phoenix Suns makes sense. It's what they do with all of their jerseys. Uh, Charlotte is okay. There's worse ones, but it's definitely up there. Minnesota's I I like. That's what we talked about with Minnesota's. I couldn't remember what it was, but now that I'm looking at it... Minnesota's jersey is fire, so it's like a smoky, like, bluish with white, right? And I said, the this is probably the greatest PR idea I think I've ever came up with, and someone needs to get, to do this. Oh, yeah. These city edition jerseys for Minnesota, or really any of these teams, even the Nets, it would be awesome. Awesome. Probably the coolest thing they could do is to go to local children's hospitals, or even... Even like retirement homes, like anything like that, 
and have the kids or the seniors sign the jerseys and then play in them, bro. How fucking fire would that be? That would be fire. Each player goes out and gets 20 signatures on the back or on the front, one or the other, and goes out and plays because the Minnesota jerseys aren't a jersey I want to see them playing all the time, once a year, and it'd be a sick PR stunt to go out and have them have the kids sign it from a children's hospital or anything like that, and it, it would mean so much to the community and those people to have that happen and play in them one time and then just never have to wear that jersey again because the jersey sucks, but it would make it m- meaningful. I mean, did you see, I think it was Kyle Kuzma. Mm-hmm. He said, like, the NBA is ruining the nostalgia of jerseys because they yeah. keep adding so many every single year. Yeah. And he's kind of right, dude. Yeah, he's there's just right. too like, many. There's, there's too many options for so everything. many jerseys now. Yeah. Portland's is okay. The Lakers sucks. The Mavs are normal. The Warriors suck. Milwaukee's is pretty bad. Uh, Oklahoma dude, City Thunder may be the worst. Like and then my one is bad. Oklahoma, Oklahoma's is really bad. OKC's ass. I like Toronto's, but I like it better with the inverted because that's how last year's was. The Knicks is, I like it because, like Travis said in the last one, it's the old style jersey, but they doubled the letters, and I like that way better than just doing like a normal font with a trim around it. The Celtics is gorgeous. I love that. The Nuggets is boring. The Heat is probably my least favorite. Man, the Nets is really bad, bro. It's bro, there. I don't think it's, it's bad, but it's not. Grizzlies is boring. <laughs> Grizzlies is just black with fucking lines. But dude, they added all those courts. The yeah, I can't believe in how season much tournament courts, bro. Yeah, like for so, are they only wearing these city editions during the in season tournament? No. Is what I'm confused about. These are, no, no, no. I saw the Nets. They posted, like, when the season started. They, they like, rotate them. So they're, like, a part of, the, like, the teams. I just, you know, so uniforms. why are they making different courts? That's for the in-season tournament. Yeah, but so, why? I don't know. They're sick, though. Have you seen them? I've, I haven't seen all of them, no. Dude, NBA they're gas. Season tournament courts. But the Pelicans one is atrocious. Really? Dude. Oh, my God. I like God. the Hawks. The Hawks is kind of cool because it's like light blue instead of red. See Don't like the Celtics. The really? Net, I thought the, the Nets Celtics is basically nice. their court, except for it's all yeah, gray. Yeah, it's not that much different. Yeah. The Hornets? Fuck with that. I don't like the Bulls too much red. I don't like Cleveland's. I don't like how they just all have the trophy on it. Detroit's is nice. I like the Pistons. Yeah. The Warriors is cool. I'm waiting for you. I like I like the Jazz. I like that. Purple. Grizzlies is good. I wish the Grizzlies was just blue. It would just make it. The, the Jazz one is fire. He is okay. Timberwolves. Who's like. that one? The Pelicans. Yeah, dude. There it is. Yeah, that is disgusting, bro. What the fuck? Like, dude, what is that? Why is it purple and lime green? What the fuck, dude? Yeah, dude, I don't know. And then the the inverted I, logo to make it black yeah. and green. I, I do not know. One is, dude. Who? What fucking team is that? The purple one should be the Pelicans. That's the only purple one I've seen. No, the Jazz have a purple court. Oh, I don't think I've gotten to the Jazz yet. No, there's another. Oh, dude, it's beautiful. Oh, it's probably the Valley. The yeah, that's the Suns. Where the fuck was the Jazz? How did I miss that? The Mavs is terrible. Oh, the Jazz is kind of fire. It's like a purplish pink. Yeah. Like a, almost yeah. like a periwinkle. I don't like Perry's the Warriors. Purple. I don't like the Wizards. Yeah, Periwinkle's fire. I love Periwinkle. I love the next one, but that's biased because blue and orange are my favorite colors anyways. I mean, the next one is gas. I'm not going to lie. The Nets just look the same. All right. I don't don't like the Celtics one, man. I feel like they should have flipped it. What? 
No. <laughs> you know, it's just. I don't mean to. I'm not dogging on them. I've dogged on the Raptors <laughs> once, too. Know, it's a lot of dogging on the Nets. You, you know, the jersey, you the court. You know, I'm dogging on the Raptors, too. The Raptors one sucks. Falling from the Angels kind of thing oh earlier. God, it's just, bro. you know, it's a whole lot of Nets dumping right now, and I don't appreciate <laughs> it. Oh, fucking woe is me, buddy. <laughs> Dude, like you said that, and TJ was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the, you know like, I, the fucking Packers, bro. Fuck the Packers, too. Uh, they're bad. They're bad. Dude, I, I really like Toronto's. I just, I like the other, the old city editions were the black with the gold, not gold with the black. Yeah. I feel like the gold is just too much. Too much. Now, who is this, though? Wizards? I, I like the Wizards. I did not. I like that one. I like that, too. I did not like the Wizards. I really fuck with the the Celtics, man. Like that is just a classic fucking off white, green and gold. I love that. Oh, you said you didn't like Boston's. No, I love Boston's uniforms. I don't like their their yeah. court. Oh, I like the uniform, court, but the, the unis yeah, are I gas. I don't like the court. No. The unis are fucking fire. Yeah. Boys, I don't really have anything else I wanted to talk about this week. Uh, we, we've pretty much wrapped up everything that we talked about in the previous recording. Uh, the only thing I do want to mention is we are doing this every week. We're going to be doing like a bunch of different recaps, talking about a bunch of different sports. It's not just basketball or just football or or anything like that. We're going to talk about everything. We're going to yeah, talk we'll, about golf, tennis, we'll talk about our personal experiences. But there will be a sports episode every single week. Uh, anyways, guys, if you don't have anything else you wanted to highlight of sports this week, then we can wrap it up. No, I give her a proper send off. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the TKT podcast sports episode one, AKA what we're going to be calling sports to kill time. Uh, it's, it's going to be a weekly episode. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave a like, comment, subscribe on YouTube as well as leave a review on Spotify and Apple podcasts. We have 16 or 17, I think five-star reviews on our Spotify. Oh, yeah. Keep it coming. And don't Let's forget, there's a Q&A on every single Spotify episode, actually, where you can put down a yeah. question that we can answer or even you can highlight something that we talked about on Spotify as well. It doesn't just have to be on YouTube or anything like that. So be sure to go ahead and run those down in the comments or the Q&A section on Spotify. Anyways, guys, we will see you all in the next one. Peace.